Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I am your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. So the swords have always had this beautiful tinge of pain and brilliance mixed together. I love it. It's definitely been one of the suits that I've had a tough time embracing at first. But in spending some time in the suits, maybe unintentionally, we all have those moments in our lives where it has been ruled by the suit of swords. Or intentionally, maybe you deeply want to go further into the swords and see what it has to offer, regardless of what your past approach is to the swords, the swords are a place where you can find a tremendous amount of meaning and strength in your life. Like let's look at the three of swords, for example. There is so much emotion and heartbreak and agony clearly depicted in this card. But one thing to notice here, depending on what deck you're looking at, like if you have the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, and all the other ones that follow that same style, it's portrayed in a storm. Like you have this heart that's being pierced by three swords and the clouds behind it are heavy and it's pouring down. And that's the thing with a lot of these swords cards. Many of them have these interesting weather patterns. Like you can see this in the five of swords. There's just this really intense, often windy, stormy, agitated energy that's in the scene but regardless of how intense the storm is regardless of how intense the rain may be it will pass and that is what the swords really reminds me of that yes this too shall pass even though you can barely see the light at the end of the tunnel or maybe there isn't even any light at the end of the tunnel right now and you feel like this misery is just going on and on and on forever it will pass and you will see better days. I mean, I've definitely been there before where I have felt like I was just stuck in a cycle of pain every day and it was going to go on forever. And I've shared with you guys on this podcast before that I was stuck in the cycle of being a binge eater in college and in, well, in early college and in most of my high school and middle school Um, period, I was a binge eater. And every time I would come home from school, I would binge until I made myself sick. And I would do this every single day. And it became so hard, so impossible to even imagine a life where I didn't binge eat, where I could come home after a long day and just relax and not unload all my stress away by eating lots of food and stuffing myself. That felt impossible to me. But you know what? I am living that impossibility right now. That phase of my life has passed because at some point during that dark period, I was foolish. That was a little shout out to the fool card. Foolish enough to believe in something different. Like think of something that you currently have right now that in the past you believe was completely impossible for you. 
Maybe you never thought you could have a child and here you are rocking your little baby to sleep as you listen to this. Maybe you never thought you could ever lose weight and here you are several pounds lighter and this is your new normal. Maybe you thought you could never make it as an artist, but here you are now working on a commissioned painting. Whichever it is, I think the swords are so dark and so heavy and so stormy on purpose because sometimes those deeply painful experiences can wake us up and give us hope and faith and help us build that mental muscle of believing that you were so much better off because of those experiences and that the tragedies and the dramas and the struggles that seem to rule our lives are never the endings of our stories, but only the beginning. Hey guys, so before getting deeper into the episode here, I wanted to tell you about the one-on-one self-love coaching program I'm offering where we are taking the stuff that we're learning here on the show and getting real, tangible results. A lot of people don't know how much self-love is like an all-in-one elixir. As in, an increase in self-love means pounds of fat lost. An increase in self-love means finally getting the job you want. An increase in self-love means finally attracting the perfect partner. And when you work with me, you will be able to see how putting yourself first and loving yourself first can help you become magnetic to anything you want in your life. So go to selflovetarot.com to sign up. Becoming bulletproof, what's an amazing thing to step into? And what does this even mean? What does the word bulletproof even mean? To me, I love the word bulletproof because in order for us to have developed bulletproof technology, we had to take bullets over and over and over again until finally someone thought of the idea, hey, I'm going to make something that's bulletproof. I'm going to make this vest that's bulletproof, meaning bullets can't penetrate it and you won't be harmed if someone tries to shoot at you and it hits the vest. And so the intent and energy behind even the word bulletproof is so fantastic It's so swords-like, and it insinuates that at first you had a past that may have been vulnerable to harm, but now that past is gone and you have an amazing armor that just lets the bullets roll off you like nothing. And the bullets could be the harsh words, criticism, the names people may have called you, the things people would say behind your back or maybe even to your face, the negative opinions about you. The words that have been hammered into you as a young, vulnerable kid, like you aren't enough, you need to try harder, you need to go on a diet, you aren't as pretty as them, there's something wrong with you. All of those bullets slide off of you and fall away. And even though those bullets may have been fired at you when you were younger, as they come up now as past traumas in your present day experience, they fall away easily and effortlessly and you no longer give them your energy. That is what becoming bulletproof with the swords means. We talked about the Queen of Swords back in the beginning of the podcast series, and many of you guys have loved that one because it shows the journey of a vulnerable girl who turned into this amazing, strong queen who sits on top of her pile of failures and is the best advocate for herself. 
And the Queen of Swords is one of the most beautiful examples of becoming bulletproof. We have this delusion that most mentally strong people are just naturally born that way. But no, becoming mentally strong is always a process and it's always something you learn how to do just by going through life and dealing with the challenges that arise and deciding to be stronger because of it. And I believe if you look at all of the swords cards, they all have the seeds of becoming bulletproof. They all have some element of being vulnerable and experiencing these hard things and this pain and even completely landing on your your face flat on the ground in defeat. But that just makes them an even stronger bunch of cards, right? And it's just like how we need to create little micro tears in our muscles when we work them out in order to create stronger muscles. That is the kind of energy that the swords offers us and how it works in our lives as well. The swords gives us meaning in the pain and the hardship we may face, and it makes it the best damn thing that has ever occurred to us. So as an assignment, after listening to this episode, I want you to listen to the song Bulletproof by LaRue. And while you're listening to the song and getting into the groove of it, I want you to come up with one thing that has happened in the past that has caused a lot of pain and agony for you and one reason why that event has caused you to become bulletproof because we all have that event. And this is actually a really fun activity. I've been listening to that song on repeat. And even when I was kind of coming up with this concept, I was listening to the song Bulletproof by LaRue. And that's actually what gave me this inspiration of just being strong and not letting those things break us down, but actually build us up. And I could think of 10 things that have happened in my life that have been like tragedies in the moment of experiencing them, but then seeing how all of that played out and helped me become the person that I am today and helped me build what I've built today in my business and in my professional life and in my personal life. So another big element of the swords is communication. And I think I heard this from Lindsay Mack from the podcast Tarot for the Wild Soul that the suits represents aspects of our bodies. So the pentacles are our hands, the cups is representative of our heart, the wands is representative of our reproductive organs, of course, right? And the swords are our heads, our minds, what we choose to think, our mouths, what we choose to say, and our eyes, what we choose to see. And what I love about the swords is it allows us to take back control and take responsibility and ownership of those things. The thoughts we think, the words we say, and the pictures we make in our minds that affect what we experience every single day. And so there are default settings of all of these, right? Default thinking, the words we say without thinking, the pictures that automatically pop in our heads sometimes. And many of us fall victim to these aspects. Many of us are ruled by these things and have this false belief that we have no control over what we think and say to ourselves, that it just happens to us. Well, I had a brilliant dream recently and it was like in recalling this dream, it 
is kind of coming to me in a haze. I don't know where I was exactly, but I was in a situation with other people. And I know that's the most like vaguest (laughs) description ever of a dream. I was in a situation with other people, but I really don't remember what it was. But there was one person who had the ability to implant certain thoughts into other people's minds and then get them to believe that it was a thought that came from them. So there was this one person in the group that did something terrible, and I honestly cannot remember the finer details of this dream, but it was something that negatively impacted all the group, all of the people in the group. And it turns out that this mind control person put a thought into that person's head and that person thought, well, this thought must be mine. This like sentence that I need to do this must belong to me so I should act upon it. And so I think that dream is just so brilliant, such a great representation about the importance of thought discernment. And I think that's what the swords represents along with communication, along with creating meaning in our past hardship and pain. It's about discernment, deciding which thoughts do not belong to us and which thoughts that we will take ownership of and keep forever. And that level of discernment is always within our responsibility. It's always something you can choose to take control of. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned RTT before on the show, Rapid Transformational Therapy, but I've been a massive fan of it for the past couple of years. And when I was a newer nurse, I did a session with an amazing RTT therapist around people-pleasing and how much my compulsion for people-pleasing made my job a lot harder. Like, you know, having to people please all of my patients who are constantly in pain, please the doctors, please the other nurses, please my boss, please the patient's family members, all of that. And just being pulled like freaking silly putty everywhere. That's how it felt really just like being stretched so thin with trying to please everyone. And through RTT, it helped me take my power back and take ownership of the meaning I gave to events that happened in my life and how I had the ability to change the thoughts, the words, the mental images in my mind that are causing me to care so much about what people think of me. And I remember a new thought that the RTT therapist was able to drop into my mind during that session was, I don't need to please anyone else. The most important person I want to please is myself. And that phrase has stuck with me to this day. And it's been like four years now. And I still rehearse these words in my brain. And I believe that is the belief that allowed me to create this podcast and create everything that I've ever created. And it's allowed me to like make things, produce things and just put things out And, you know, make it exactly how I want it to be without being stuck on, oh, what will people think of me? Oh, this episode isn't perfect. Oh, I messed up here. I need to keep working on this and, you know, making it exactly perfect so I don't ever offend anyone or make anyone uncomfortable. And that was a direct result of deciding at that moment that the only person I wanted to please was myself. And because of that, this podcast has been so fun for me to make. 
And I'm so incredibly proud of myself for doing something like this and taking the risk and sharing these stories with you guys. And it makes me really happy that it's all come together in my own authentic way. And so that is really the effect of what taking ownership of your thoughts and your beliefs can do for you. And that is what the swords offers us. It it gives us the opportunity for discernment, the ownership, the responsibility of our headspace, of what we say, what we think, what we believe, what we choose to see in our minds. And as you guys know, I have talked a lot about the power of self-talk on this podcast. And self-talk is ruled by the swords. It's about, again, taking ownership of the way you talk to yourself, the words you use towards yourself. And it's incredibly powerful in creating more strength, more resilience, and more self-love. You know, like when I think of self-love and the self-talk I have for myself, I have gotten so good at saying to myself, I love you. Every time I'm feeling anxiety or stress or something's not going right in my life, I have that mental muscle. It just snaps back to me saying to myself, either out loud or in my head, I love you. I love you exactly as you are. I love how you are showing up right now. I love who you are. I don't care what anyone else thinks about you because I love you. I don't care if you overeat because I love you no matter what, exactly as you are. And that has been one of the most powerful changes I've made in my life in the past decade. And that has allowed me to do the things that I've done right? We don't have to wait for other people to tell us we're brilliant, we're beautiful, and that we're lovable. Because in fact, that was never their job to begin with. That has always been our job. And it is my job to tell myself that I am lovable, that I am enough, and that I am capable of doing anything I want to do. And so the swords reminds us, it deeply reminds us that this is our job. It gives us that tough love smack in the face that says, girl, this is 100% your job to make yourself feel good, to make yourself feel worthy. And that is 100% fully your job to let you know that you were worthy of love and that no one else can do that as powerfully as you can for yourself. That is what taking ownership of what you think about yourself, what you say to yourself, and how you picture yourself looks like. And that is how we become bulletproof with the swords. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. I'm Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. And if you want to be coached by me, go ahead and go to selflovetarot.com to fill out a coaching application. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.